wavy, keep it chill, old tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right, right. Sipping on sangria, playing that's no allegra. Hoping moments like this go on forever. Catch me lounging pajamas in a sweater. Especially when weather's looking sloppy. I turn into a homebody, cause it's the weekend. I don't feel like partying, I feel like sleeping. I don't work tomorrow, think I might just sleep until about noonish. I've been working hard, think I deserve to do this like once in a while. Cause this isn't my usual style. My mind is moving past the limit every minute to mouth. I get Appreciate the time when I can sit on the couch Turn the music up and just zone out, huh? Cause it's a whole vibe Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie Light another herb, let it burn through the sky Right, it's a whole vibe Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie Light another herb, let it burn through the sky get in this mood only turn it back on when i'm ordering food and when my pizza gets delivered going back to disconnected if you call me and i answer i'll hang up and blame reception got a question or a message i encourage you to text it i'll see it when i see it i'll hit you back soon but now i stay in tune with this lazy afternoon like the roots in 94 asking do you want more yeah i want less of the drama and stress and interactions with people seeking my patience to test you ain't cutting me a check so i ain't giving you time to sacrifice my peace of mind cause it's a whole vibe gotta keep it wavy keep it chill low tide tell me how you feel keep it real no lie light another herb let it burn through the sky right it's a whole vibe gotta keep it wavy keep it chill low tide tell me how you feel keep it real no lie light another herb let it burn through the sky And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. time is 7:59 a.m. <laughs> the earliest nobody on earth uh does this you know everybody's kind of late but we are on time if you're earlier on time if you're on time you're late that's the navy motto good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora how y'all doing yes i know Josue Pais. Let's go. Uh, uh, it is friday that battery pack is mad loud. Hold on, y'all. Let me unplug this battery pack. It is Friday. We have something great to show you guys today. We've got a new... I can't even do this in here. What? We got a new camera angle to show you guys today. I think you're going to like when the camera comes on at 8, 10 a.m. I think you will like what you see. Franca Liccioni, good morning to you. Jennifer Ryan Mayton, good morning to you. Deb Sturgis, good morning to you. 
Um, first Friday, yes. Josue, yes. My dear friend, we have the first Friday news. I got the whole list. I got it. From Altiro to Zenloft, A to Z, I got it. I got it. From Alaska to Zimbabwe. Y'all don't think I knew my A to Z countries, did you? But I do. I do. It's Friday. I hope that you guys are doing great out there. We have news. We have headlines. We have great things. We even have... I told you... Now listen. Remember I told you on Monday I was going to give you a woman... We were gonna, it's Women's History Month. We we're going to give you a women doing famous things. Noteworthy women. Well, we have one for you today. We will give you. Monica will deliver that news. So... I got the first piece of news for you guys. Monica, how are you feeling? I'm good. All right. Are you, Monica, are you, happy Friday to you, Deb Sturgis. Thank you very much, you dear friend, you. Monica, I, are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready to rock this mic? Are you ready to tell these people that which they deserve? Yes. All right. Um... So let's start with the good stuff now then. Monica, I have a piece of news that qualifies as that thing we call Okay, man, you are the man. Okay, listen. Holy Angels School Fundraiser. Check this out, you guys. Holy Angels, a pre- K through 8 grade STEM specialty school rooted deep in faith and recognized for academic excellence will host its 16th annual Seraphim Ball fundraiser Saturday tomorrow at Paramount's Meyer Ballroom in Aurora to raise funds for new technology resources including document cameras and projectors. Mm. Oh. Uh, this year's Casino Night-themed event promises to be an unforgettable evening for all. The gala will provide student parents and local community members with a fun-filled way to celebrate and support a school committed to the spiritual formation and education of children in the Fox Valley area for over 100 years. Wow. In-person guests will enjoy an evening of fundraising, music, and spirits, including cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, casino games, live and silent auctions, dinner, a live DJ, and raffles, all while supporting Holy Angel School. Virtual guests can participate in the silent auction by purchasing a remote bidding access ticket. A RBAT. Remote bidding access ticket. I just made that up right now. So you guys, if you're going to use that, I want my props. Um, auction items, items will include destination getaways, luxury items and services, tickets to major Chicagoland area attractions, gift cards for local businesses, restaurants, and more. Damn, what time is this? I'm like, y'all gonna go. The school will also raffle off a $4,550 tuition credit for the okay. 2022 and 2023 school year. Word up. Y'all, they giving money. How about that? Uh, Holy Angel School this Saturday, tomorrow. 6 to 7 p.m. is the cocktail hour with hors d'oeuvres. 6 to 10 p.m. is the silent auction. 6 to 11 is premium open bar for in-person guests only. 7 p.m. is dinner. 7.30 p.m. is a live auction, in-person live auction. Uh, 8 15 to 11 p.m. 11 15 p.m. is the casino play for in-person guests only. It's at the Paramount Meyer Ballroom, North Island Center, 8 East Galena Boulevard, where my boy Jose got married once upon a time. Uh, virtual participants can make donations, purchase purchase tuition credit, raffle tickets, which are 100 bucks each, and register for remote bidding access. Our bet 20 bucks per person. For more information on the Holy Angels Seraphim Ball, contact Christy Frank. At 773-636-2093. That number again is 773-636-2093. The time is 8.05 a.m. Okay. Cheryl Brownell is here. Good morning to you, Cheryl Brownell. T-G-I-F. That is what's up to all of you great guys. Um, And before I get on to the next piece of news, I have to tell you a little something-something. Uh, so coming up is the, um, the mayor's state of the city address is coming up this year. And I have a a little bit of a readout about that, but you know, it made me think about something. 
Now, we just had the State of the Union address by President Joe Biden the other day. And this made me think, like, does every city have a State of the City address? Because if they don't, I think a State of the City address is a good thing for every city to have. Like, it's a good way to, like, bring people together and focus and have a time to focus on just the city and not the individuals. Because so many times... You guys know how it is. Oh, Alderman such and such. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't pick up my trash, this, that, and the other. People sometimes equate the city with the person or with people. And that's not a good thing. So, like, if, if you know, if, if nobody... I think more cities should have a, a state of the city address. I think that would go a long way to fostering things. And not only that, um, I do have a good piece of news for you guys, too. Tyrus Brooks... Good morning to you, Victoria Hyla Maldonado. Good morning, and Johnny Felix. What is up, my brethren? Um, Aurora, Illinois, made a list recently as one of the happiest cities in America. Uh, studio That's audience, crazy. can we give a round of applause for that great distinction? Yes. That is, uh, you know, now I, I, I don't want to say Good Morning Aurora is responsible for that, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's the hard work of the entire city. It's the hard work of everybody here. But more than the hard work, it is a reflection of how people feel. Because the type of, to get a distinction or award like that, there's a lot of other cities in America. There's mil- I mean, you know, but we happen to be the second largest city in our own state, and I think that that's a good distinction for us to get. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the little engine that could, right? Y'all remember that story? Or maybe I'm just too old for y'all. Remember that little engine that could story? Anybody remember that? That's kind of how like Aurora is, right? And right now it seems like we got to the end of the book where we went. The time is 8:08 a.m. All right, let's move on. So, uh, I got some great news from our friends of the Aurora Public Library. Now, you know that we are fans of the library on this show. A couple things taking place that you need to know about, and let me tell you about some of them right now. The West Branch has started their refresh, pardon their mess. New paint is done, new carpet is coming soon. They expect carpet installation to begin at the end of this month, March, but exact dates are T. B D. So if you go to the West Branch, which is over on Yolo Road by Wabonzi Valley High School, uh, and you wonder, why is it so junky in here? Why do they got tape on top of books? Don't trip, potato chip. They're making it pretty so it can look good for another great amount of years. 1,000 books before kindergarten. Parents and caregivers are a child's first teacher. And reading together builds critical early literacy skills. That means that families who read together set their kids up for success in their school years and in life. And it's fun. If you read one book a day, that's 365 in one year, 730 in two years, and 1,095 in three years. Download your first reading log from our website or come into any Aurora Public Library location today to participate in 1,000 books before kindergarten designed especially for kids age 5 and under and receive an awesome prize after every 200 books you read together. And then also, the Aurora Public Library is hiring. They got positions available uh, all at any of the locations. Digital services assistant, circulation clerk, and materials aid. Now, I'll tell you this. Somebody needs to get that job because I need an inside track again. You know, I used to have a great plug there. And I still have a great plug. Her name is Allie Lanthrum. She's a new events and program coordinator. Shouts out to Allie. Um, She joined the Aurora Public Library team in February. Her career includes nonprofit, government, and educational experience. She's passionate about community building, promoting literacy, social justice, and youth advocacy uh it really resonates with she really resonates with public library work she went from being a library frequent flyer to a library staff member um 
She lived and worked in Japan for several years and has studied the arts of no theater and taiko drumming. Shouts out to you, Allie Lanthrop. Uh, for a complete list of March programs, you can go to www.auroraPublicLibrary.org. Okay. I love the library, personally. The library is a, uh, a great place and a great resource uh, for all. Monica, you can bring our camera on so we can um, show these great people how we live in. How you live in Biggie Smalls. Imagine the events is giving ears to my friends and it feels stupendous, tremendous cream. And for dollar and the dream. Still told gaster. Josue Pais, you know that song. Okay. How you guys doing out there? Look, yes, yes. Marvel. Marvel at our awesome studio, you guys. Look at this. Doesn't it look great? You can see a whole new view up in here. Now, actually, hold on. I'm going to show you all something else, too. Bianca Camargo, good morning to you, dear friend. Jen Mendoza, good morning. Coyote Duran, happy Friday, you kooky kids. Thank you. Johnny Felix, I agree. Bring the community together. Listen and lead. What's up? Good morning, everyone. Hey. And Tracy Duran, stuck in West Chicago on your way to work. Freight trains are so slow. Wow. Well, a good place to, a good thing. You, you know what, Tracy? You're doing the right thing. You are doing the right thing. If the train is taking forever, if you're in grueling traffic, if the person in front of you has had their blinker on since Kenosha, if you know where that's from, put that in the chat. You can win a sticker. Listen to Good Morning Aurora. It'll take you away from that mess. But hold on, because we can do this now. Yeah, we can walk around. That's right. We can walk around. I can do anything in this place. See this? This is the beauty of having a brand new camera. I can sit here. I could be my own guest. How y'all doing? Yeah, you know what? My life was crazy. You know, I grew up I, I grew up uh, really good. Everything was okay. Josue Pais, he got a show called Harry Beast Dog Radio and all that. Victoria Halamononado, she wrote some books. Uh, I'm my own guest. We have a set in here now, and it feels actually pretty, pretty cool. It really does. It really feels good to be creatively ambidextrous. Monica, the word of the day is ambidextrous. If you could put that in the chat, that would be great. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much, you guys. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you like our brand new digs. Ah, All right, so that was news on our friends at the Aurora Public Library. We talked about the Aurora Public Library. If you just tuned in, Holy Angels School has a fundraiser taking place tomorrow. It's called Casino Night, and it will be at the North Island Center of the Paramount. Michael Rayford is here. Good morning to you, Michael Rayford. Happy Women's History Month from Michael Rayford. We appreciate you, dear sir. Tracy Duran, you like that view? Ahaha, ha, word up. I know you do. I know. I know. Uh, Emily is here. Thank you. Loving the freedom. Yes. Thank you, Jen Mendoza. Utilizing the whole space. That's right. We like some aliens up in here. You don't know if it's Mars or Venus. Because men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Y'all remember that? Why I get so quiet? Okay. Now, I got some news for you guys. Listen to this. The Kane County Sheriff wants to bring state prisoners from the area back to the county to prepare them for life on the outside. Now, this is a brand new story that is in the Beacon written by a talented journalist and I want to read this to you guys because there's a couple reasons why I want to read this A, because you need to understand something here you know that this show highlights, advocates for and promotes social and restorative justice you know that Curtis is the social justice warrior you know that, a lot of you do so I'm bringing this story up to you and highlighting it because it is important for you and all of us to understand that to continue to see the kind of justice we need to see and build the kind of inclusive community that we need to build, we need to provide opportunities for people who are returning from incarceration to the area. You can leave all of the rigmarole up to the state's attorney and the sheriff. Oh, if they did 10 years in prison for murder, why are they coming back? We're not, that's not, that's not our job. Our job is not to enforce the law. 
Our job is not to make sure that the prisoner review board operates correctly. Our job is to tell you what's important, and this is important. So, Kane County Sheriff Ron Hain hopes to implement a new program that would bring inmates from state prison back to the county jail about six months before their parole date to help them from turning back to crime. Since he took office three years ago, Ron Hain has brought an addiction recovery program through Lighthouse Recovery, OSHA certified, certified classes, excuse me, and vocational training courses into the jail. He believes the programs help prepare people for life after prison better than what DOC offers. DOC is an acronym for the Department of Corrections. In line with Ron Haynes' statements, the recently released 2021 annual report from the Sheriff's Office shows the average rate at which prisoners and at which released prisoners return to crime has decreased from 49% to 18% in the last six years. Let's play that again. Hold on, what? Listen very carefully. Recently released 2021 annual report from the Sheriff's Office shows that the average rate at which released prisoners return to crime has decreased from 49% to 18. That is a that is a stunning reversal. That is a that is a number. That is a drop in recidivism that is so astronomical that it cannot be viewed in any other way than as a success. It cannot. If that was your weight, you would be happy. If you dropped if you dropped that much weight, you would be absolutely ecstatic. If that was if that was your your light bill, you that would be a success. That is nothing short of a success, and I think that that's a great thing to highlight. Ron Haynes said he knows that his office has the resources to help those who will soon be released from prison, particularly since the average daily population of the county jail has increased, from, has, excuse me, has decreased from 515 inmates to 325 since 2018. Since Lighthouse Recovery in St. Charles was contracted to launch the intensive addiction treatment program in the jail in 2019, opioid overdose deaths among former county inmates is down by 89%. Damn, that's a lot of winning. All we do is win, 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 no matter. Now, don't go nowhere. Everybody can see that now. See, that's the bad thing about this camera angle. See, I used to do that, and nobody saw that. Awkward. Uh, but listen to this real quick, you guys. Ron Haynes said he's still waiting on approval from the Illinois Department of Corrections concerning his proposed program, but he hopes to implement the plan by the fall. He'd start with a small pilot program of five to ten inmates who must be Kane County residents. After the program, they would be released with housing, a job, increased skills, and continued addiction treatment should they need it. The time is now 8.19 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, Monica. Yes. If you would be so Emily kind. has questions, I think. She Emily has questions? Mm-hmm. What is this? What is this, school? Yes, we'll take your question. Oh, yes. What do you got there, class? What do you got, Emily? What's your question? Yes, you have questions, definitely. Good morning, Marissa. Significant. Yes, that is right. And David, Samantha Danner. Good morning to you, dear friend. Good morning. Happy almost spring to you as well. Javier Burgos. Good morning. Thank you very much, dear friend. Emily, what's your question, my sister? Put your questions in the chat. See, it's kind of like a, there's a like, little bit of a delay, though. When I speak it and you guys get it, it's about seven seconds. It's about seven to eight seconds. So you're probably typing right now, Emily. That's great. We will go to it. Monica. Yes. If you'd be so kind, take us to a commercial. Give us three joints. Give us give Emily time to uh, put her question. Okay. And then bring us back to life, back to reality. All right. Good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. 
There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. The Illinois Homeowner Assistance Fund Program provides direct financial assistance to prevent mortgage delinquencies, defaults, displacements, and foreclosures for income-eligible homeowners experiencing pandemic-related hardships. Starting in April 2022, the state will begin accepting applications from homeowners for grants of up to $30,000 to eliminate or reduce past due mortgage and property tax payments. Find out if you're eligible for up to $30,000 in homeowners assistance by clicking the link that I'll be providing in our chat. Alive Aurora is hosting an open house for social workers and community leaders that are interested in learning more about our mission, space, and free resources. We are excited to continue to build strong relationships in order to best serve our youth community. We have partnered up with an incredible guest speaker, Sandra Harrison from DVA Training, and she will be speaking to us on the importance of on the importance and impact of storytelling. The event is on March 11th from 5 to 5, I mean, from 4 to 5 p.m. From 5 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, y'all show up and go home. <laughs> no pre-registration is required. Hashtag just show up. Word up. Get ready for the Coffee and Brew Expo. This will be taking place Saturday, March 5th from noon to 3 p.m. at the Fox Valley Mall. Tickets are $25, and 25% of ticket sales go to Alive Aurora. Sip local craft beers and specialty coffee while enjoying live music in the center of the mall. Breweries include Church Street, Foreign Exchange, and Obscurity. Coffee vendors include Java Plus, Gigawatt Coffee, and Endero. For more information or to purchase tickets, I'll be sharing that link with you all in our chat. She will be sharing that link with you all in our chat, and I want you to do two things. Here's what I want you to do. First, I want you to be thankful for the beautiful day that we have, and all of our dear friends and listeners, all of us, we are a friendship and a community here. That's the first thing I want you to do. The second thing I want you to do is I want, when you go there, I want you to get a craft beer or a delicious cup of Java plus coffee. And whoever you go to, whatever vendor you go to, I want you to tell them that you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. That's what I want you to do. Can you clap That's for right. that? Can y'all please clap? Okay, I just told you about Ron Hain and his great program bringing state inmates to the county jail uh, before they're before they uh, go back to society. I gave you Aurora Public Library information that was pertinent. Not the word of the day, but uh, you know, keep that, keep that pertinent. I also told you about Holy Angels School Fundraiser. Now, I, I guess we can be democratic here, and I'll, I'll give you guys a vote. What would you rather? What would you like to hear about next? Would you like to have the first Friday lineup of all of the great events taking place in downtown Aurora? Would you like to know that, or would you like to know about National Poetry Month? What would you like to know? You can let me know in the chat. Give you guys a quick second. Now, here's what Emily was talking about. Micah, can you hear me? That phone? Yeah. No, the uh, other guy? Yeah, him right there. Um, now, here's what Emily had to say. Emily wanted to know about the crimes uh, committed. So she said, you know, do we, um, are, they, are, there, are those men or women who are coming back and going through the services? It does not say that in the article. It does not, dis you know, distinct between... These are men or women committing these crimes or coming back to uh, uh, go through these programs. We really don't know. Um, I do know that the Kane County Jail um, in the last three or four years actually has done a lot more to kind of, to, excuse me, to try to provide services for women who are incarcerated. If you recall, HB 3653, that law enforcement bill that got passed that everybody said was the, was the worst that made criminals happy uh, in that bill, it provided for 
um, pregnancy services for women incarcerated. So I don't know how that's a bad thing. But uh, it does not say in the article how many are men or how many are women. But if we do find out that information that's pertinent, we will let that be known on our show. The time is 8.25 a.m. You guys are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Java Plus is hosting a jazz and blues band tonight uh, from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Please come there. The name of the band, ladies and gentlemen, is The Hurricane Project. Yes, The Hurricane Project. They are a jazz, blues, Americana-style band. Uh, Java Plus is located at 1677 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. I think that you guys will love it if you go out there. Um, Now, cool thing about jazz... Blues on the Fox is coming back. Aurora has had many good jazz artists come through the town and play uh, many different times. I look forward to this year, uh, and I look, oh, man, I can't even, holy cow, with the chair, though. See, I got a brand new chair, though, too, you guys. We're coming up. I got the uh, I got the relaxed rock joint. Monica got a rock joint, too, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got, see, we got. I like this chair, too. It's like. See, we don't got stationary joints. We got, we can, ah. Oh. See, we can do. We can do anything. We can do any. We got freedom. This is the great American born freedom. You see that? Look at that. We can hold on. Don't unplug the. Okay, yeah. Make sure we got cords, everything. So yes, that's right. We can do anything here. That's right. I mean, it's just it's just so free. But let's get back to the news. Okay, um, I am going to tell you guys, Monica. Do me a favor. Take me to a commercial, real. Real quick, um, I want to read you guys. I want to read you guys the list. Where did it go? Where did it go? Hang on a second, dear friends. I have a list that I wanted to read for you, and I had some poetry from Mr. Leo Zarco as well. Aha, I have it. All right. Aurora Downtown is celebrating National Poetry Month. Uh, it's hosting a call for poems. The theme is rebirth, and, and poems will be reviewed by the... You can bring it back. My bad. Um, poems will be reviewed by the city's poet laureate. Selected poems will be displayed in various regions, uh, various downtown storefronts, excuse me, throughout April. The call is open to any writer currently residing in the Fox Valley region. Original poems no more than 20 lines in length should be submitted by March... Uh, Excuse me, by the dates are gone for submission, but you can still get more information from KFC16 at sbcglobal.net. That email again is KFC16 at sbcglobal.net. Each poet may submit one original poem. The poem's theme should be rebirthed. Your submission may have been previously submitted or published, so long as you retain the copyright. Uh, On Tuesday, I believe, Monday or Tuesday, I read a poem. And it was titled A Porch with a View by Leo Zarco. Uh, I have another one to read. You can take me to a commercial for this uh, as I read another great submission here. It's called I Have Anxiety. Tell me it's in my head and my thoughts are all wrong. My troubles should be shortened instead of being made long. What about my boundaries and all my closed doors? Tell me how I've wasted life and how you have lived yours. A new day and a finger snap should make it all disappear when I don't know why then suddenly there's a tear. Counselors, self-help books, and other things to mention. Relationships fail because I'm only acting for attention. I'll drive because I don't want you in control of me. Sometimes I can't breathe in places I don't feel free. I want to be loved, but I'm not ready for all that hurt, all the buried experiences, and the turning of the dirt. Talking too much and then a terrible loss for words, leaning out, excuse me, leaning against the countertop, staring out at the birds. Airplanes and vacations aren't part of my plans. My legs get weak and eventually so do my hands. I can't explain anxiety, so go look it up in a book. All I know is I paid the price and I know what it took. A jail cell without any bars isn't a jail cell to you. The things I avoid and all the things that you can do. I don't like to tell on myself. I only tell it for the truth. Something 
had to have happened or maybe it was my youth. My smile is real and my heart far bigger than my chest. I'm learning to accept me even if I'm not like all the rest. The time is 8.30 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. That was a great poem by a gentleman by the name of Neo. All right. So I hope that all of you guys are where you at right now. Are you at home? Are you in your office? Is your um, is your is your mastiff? Did you feed him yet? Is he curled up at your feet as you listen in while you get your Excel spreadsheets going and you got the hydrangeas on the right side of your desk? I know where you're tuning in from, Batavia. Um, wherever you're tuning in from, we're glad to see you. We hope that you are having a great day and a fantastic morning. And now it's time to move on. Monica has some uh, women. She got a women history fact that she's going to deliver to you guys. Um, I'm going to tell you about Indian Prairie News out of District 204. This is some educational news, and it is very important. Uh, so let's get into this. You can yeah, word up. All right, Indian Prairie is bringing back field trips and school volunteers, but preschoolers are still to be masked. Uh, relaxed COVID-19 regulations will allow for more school volunteers and class field trips. But Indian Prairie District 204 students, will, preschool students, excuse me, will still be required to wear masks for the time being. The revisions came as the state begins to roll back restrictions and school districts have started to follow suit. Indian Prairie ended its school face mask requirement in, back in February on the 22nd and masks were no longer required on school buses as of this Monday the 28th. However, the rules remain in place for preschoolers because children under the age of five cannot get vaccinated for COVID-19. That is according to Superintendent Adrian Talley. Um, I'm, he said, excuse me, he said, quote, I'm waiting to see the latest from the CDC before lifting the rules in early childhood classrooms. School volunteers have been allowed inside buildings but were prohibited from working directly with children because of the high COVID-19 transmission rates. That could change as soon as the 9th of March, which is what, next week? That's according to Superintendent Doug Acarius. Uh, now, it goes on. District officials and board members have been criticized for months because of the strict rules in place. Oh, scratch that. See? Now listen to that. Because this is... Hold on. Before I get... Clear your mind. Everybody take a sip. Take a sip of all of you. Everybody. Wherever you're at. Now, here's what we're going to do, dear friends. I'm going to read you that sentence again. And as I read it, I want you to, in your mind, envision how intellectually contradicting it actually is. Listen to this. District officials and board members have been criticized for months because of the strict rules in place they followed. Isn't that... Doesn't that just say it all? You're a school board official. You're a district official. You've been criticized for months because of the strict rules in place. As if, as if this whole time you weren't following guidance, even if it was country, even if it was problematic and country. Okay, whatever. You're a school board member. You're not a virologist. You're just following the best possible information that you can receive, and you've been criticized for months by it. Wow, what a job. Um, the Illinois Department of Public Health, CDC, and Illinois State Board of Education and County Health Department information. Uh, according to Dr. Talley, he said that they followed guidance from the same agencies throughout the pandemic as they closed schools, reopened schools, and made decisions on masks, testing, and other COVID-19 measures. Quote, rather than changing who we followed, we have followed the same organization so we'd be consistent with our approach. 
According to board president Lori Donahue, she said she agreed with that philosophy, but acknowledged that she too found it extremely frustrating to get competing guidance on how to run schools. Uh, we have to remain flexible and cautious. We want our children in school, and we will do everything to continue to make that happen in a safe and productive way. All right. Now, that lady's name was Lori Donahue. Now, that was this article I just told you about, right? Lori Donahue. She was in here. Okay. Aurora. Uh, Aurora. Lori Donahue, Illinois Prairie School, Indian Prairie School District 204 board president recently was approved by the school board to substitute teach. Listen to this article. The school board this week voted 6-0 to zero to allow Ms. Donahue to earn up to $1,000 in substitute teaching work. That's just the normal pay. Okay. School board members said the request meets the district substitute teaching policy and does not violate the district's conflict of interest policy for school board members. Um, for the last many years, We've heard repeated comments about the need for school bus drivers and substitute teachers. We need them every day in our district, and I want to make sure our students are here every single day. So what does she do? Substitute teachers require at least a bachelor's degree. Ms. Donahue, a retired senior director in the telecom industry, received a bachelor's degree in computer engineering from the University of Michigan and an MBA from Benedictine University according to her board biographical information. Indian Prairie has just under 600 substitute teachers. Ms. Berry said because they have about 2,000 teachers, ideally they would like their substitute pool to be closer to 1,000. She's going into the system without any substitute teaching experience. How about that? She saw a problem. She's the board president. She saw a problem. And she decided, you know what? Hey, I'll just substitute teach. Can we hit the claps for Miss Donahue? Word up. All y'all at home. We can clap for Miss Donahue. That's the energy. That's it. That's me. That's you. That's you. That's the energy. That is ex that's Good Morning Aurora right there. Like you know what? I'm not trying to hear all that. What you need, huh? Let me give me a pair of safety glasses. Give me a helmet. I'll put me in, coach. I'll do that too. I'm down for that. That's the energy. I like that. Yes. And as a matter of fact, I think that's a great segue to our Women in History section. Um, now here's what we're gonna do because we don't have like a, a a specific sound for that. Here's what I want you to do. Play Monarch, and then hit them with the woman in history. Good Morning Aurora is going to give you the woman in history of the day right now. I really just wanted to hear that song again. Claudette Colvin, teenage civil rights activist, too tired to give up her seat on the bus home from high school. On March 2, 1955, Claudette Colvin refused to move for a white passenger nine months before Rosa Parks would do the same. Later, she said that she felt inspired by the memories of earlier pioneers to stand or sit her ground. As she told Newsweek, I felt like Sojourner Truth was pushing down on me on one soldier and Harriet Tubman was pushing down on the other, saying, sit down, girl. I was glued to my seat. The 15-year-old Colvin was arrested for violating Montgomery, Alabama's segregation laws, and her family feared for their safety as news of the incident spread. Colvin pled not guilty and was given probation. By Colvin wasn't selected by the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, to challenge segregation laws in the South due to her youth. She later became one of the four plaintiffs in Browder uh, versus Gale, which ruled that the Montgomery segregated 
segregated bus system was unconstitutional. watching Good Morning Aurora. Claudette Colvin is the woman in history of the day. 15 years old. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Dora Sanchez Soto, good morning to you. Karina Suarez Darden, good morning to you as well. Norma Peterson, good morning. And Victoria Hala Maldonado is tuning in from her home office. Yeah. I like that. I like all of that. All right. So, um, told you about holy angels. Now, let's get to our local stuff here. Well, holy angels is local, but got a couple more, even more pertinent local things. Oh, by the way, if you missed yesterday's great episode with our friends of VNA Healthcare, you are doing yourself a disservice. It was a great conversation focused on health, wellness, and the tireless role that the VNA plays in not only our community, but the communities of Bolingbrook, Elgin, Carpentersville, I believe, and other places. So if you have a VNA healthcare location in your town or city, you are doing great, good things. Okay, Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin schedules the State of the City Address. Aurora Mayor Richard Urban will give his first in-person State of the City Address in two years. At 6.30 p.m. March 15th at the Paramount Theater, 23 East Galena in downtown Aurora. The title is Moving Aurora Forward. The Facts, the Future. Now let me say this. Scratch that up, DJ. Let me say this. I am slightly, slightly just. That's a good title. Moving Aurora forward, the facts, the future. Damn! Like, why not think of that? That is a good, I like that. How do I know? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Hit that again. How do I know? That's right. So we got the mayor in here. Y'all even know that. Uh, But anyway, the title is called Moving Aurora Forward, the Facts, the Future. Mr. Urban said it will focus on the accomplishments of the city during the past two years. In announcing the date of the speech, the mayor praised the city staff and the city council for so much that has already been accomplished this year. It is Urban's first live State of the City address since March 2020, which was held in the center area of Fox Valley Mall. It was shortly after that speech that the city, along with the rest of Illinois and the country, shut down due to the coronavirus pandemic. I remember that. I remember it. I recall all of that. Irvin gave his last State of the City speech remotely through the city's website. This will be his fifth State of the City address. According to a city news release about the speech, Irvin will discuss how Aurora, quote, has experienced unprecedented growth and improvement in economic development, public safety, education, community engagement, equity and inclusion, technology, public services, and overall quality of life, close quote. The release added that the speech will have several, quote, surprise announcements, close quote, too. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, it's spicy. Hold on. You can't. Woo. Woo. Pour some water in that. Pour some water. It's spicy. Surprise announcements. Damn. Hold on. Woo. Okay, so there are going to be some surprise announcements uh, on the uh, 15th for this uh, State of the City address. And, uh, Is it going to be live? Yeah, I, it'll be live, uh, most likely on the city's Facebook page. They will broadcast it. But like in person? Yeah, it'll be in person. Okay. It's supposed to be in, yeah, right? Yeah, hold on. It's the purpose of reading words. Yeah, in person. It'll be in person live, so... So yeah, there it is. How about that? Special announcement. Hold on, what did it say? Oh, shit. Surprise announcements. Damn. Well, he's already running for governor. So what what other surprise? Right. Oh, shit. Like, you know, your boy ran for president. Oh, damn! (laughs) Oh, Richard Irvin. Hit the clap for Richard Irvin. Oh, shit. Michael Winkler said, what's in your cup? Here's the thing, Michael. 
Are you trying to say I'm crazy or something? <laughs> um, no, this is actually my first cup of coffee today. That's actually what it is. Okay, but hold on, Michael Rayford. Now you know, you know that we, as a people, we were born like this, man. You guys know that. You guys know that we are just, this is you. It's not just what's in our cup, it's what's in your cup. We are people who, we wake up like this every day because we are motivated, we are dedicated. And not only that, we want and have to make, we have to create, we have to mold the clay to shape what we want every single day. So my cup has to be filled with happy juice because if it's not, then we're not gonna perform. The time is now 8.46 a.m. All right, how many of you guys like baseball? Monica, you like baseball? I do. You do? Well, that's one person. Uh, known for providing the best baseball experience in youth sports, Ripken Baseball will bring their Ripken Select tournaments to Stewart Sport Complex in Aurora from July 10th through the 15th. Ripken Baseball will host the six-day event as part of their first multi-city tour, allowing players from more regions of the United States to easily access their world-class tournaments. The event will feature a special appearance by former Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, Jim Thone. Um, the full schedule of Ripken Select tournament dates, June 5th through the 10th, Panama City Beach, Florida. Ooh, damn, sexy. June 19th through the 24th, Frisco, Harold Bacchus Community Park. July 10th through the 15th, Aurora, Stewart Sports Complex. And July 17th through the 22nd, Round Rock, Texas. Old Settlers Park. To learn more about 2022 Ripken Select Tournaments, visit www.ripkenbaseball.com or call 410-306-7575. The number again is 410-306-7575. Monica. Yes. Can you hand me my highlighter, please? And can you do me a favor? Can you take us to a commercial? Give us like three more joints so I can go out there and get a refill and then bring us back. Thank you. Sunday, March 6th, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., the City of Aurora Community Service Department will host a vaccination event called Keeping Aurora Safe. This will be held at La Sierra Restaurant. It is free and open to the public. Public health and safety are paramount to the City of Aurora. Scan the QR code on the flyer or call 331-256-5377 for more information. This is sponsored by the VNA Healthcare. To register for this and more vaccination clinics, click the link that I'll be sharing with you all in our chat. And I also believe that there will be free tacos at this event. New England Congregational Church, located at 406 West Galena Boulevard in Aurora, will host acclaimed, acclaimed, not sure if I'm pronouncing that word correctly. What word? Acclaimed. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Well, I said acclimate first. Oh, God. Hello. Uh, we'll host acclaimed Chicago area chamber music group Orient and Symbol and a concert at 7 p.m. Sunday, March 6th. The public is inviting, invited. Parking is free. Admission is $30 for adults, $25 for seniors, and $15 for students. Uh, this program will include... Uh, Tchaikovsky. Yeah, Tchaikovsky. Trio and a minor for violin, cello, and piano. Selections from the three visions for piano solo and folk song suite number two by William Grant Still and trio for clarinet, violin, and piano by Paul Schoenfield. The ensemble compromises Florinetta Fromensinu. Violin, Judy Stone, Cello, Catherine Priddle, Clarinet, and Diana Schumach, Piano. The ensemble will perform the third of four concerts in its 2021-2022 series. 
That's right. All right. So uh, now, a couple more things before we before we get out of here and let you, I guess, let you have some fun for your day and your weekend. Um, I'm ready to. I'm ready for great things, man. I, I really am. I'm ready for great things. I'm ready for a good year. I'm ready for a great summer. I'm ready for a great spring. I don't know about the rest of you guys. But I'm tired of being cold. Yeah, I'm ready for some hot weather. Uh, I'm ready for my grass to start getting green again. I'm ready for flowers all over the place. I have a rose bush that has last year started to wrap itself around one of the pillars in the front of the crib, and it 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 it, it created a an absolutely marvelous spectacle of life and nature as it produced roses wrapping itself around the upper white pillar of the crib. I'm ready to see that beautiful sight again. I don't know if any of you know this, but I'm a big nature guy. I love nice, flowery nature, beautiful stuff. Um, that's what I, that's my whole thing. Leo Zarko is here. Good morning to you, Leo. We chopped it up about you and read one of your great poems today. Um, Karina, yes, free tacos and free vaccines on Sunday at La Sierra, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. They will be there. And Coyote says, or should be Tracy says, don't forget, tonight at 9 p.m. is Coyote's premiere YouTube video, Road Food. It's very reminiscent of the oldie nighttime DJ style, good tunes and good vibes. And Franca Liccioni, we saw a bunny last night on the lawn. Ooh. Aww. How cute. You got bunnies out there. I like that. That's uh, good stuff. Okay, you guys. I told you about Ripken Select. I told you about that. Um, because it is important. Monica told you about the, the Ensemble Music Group. Okay. Um, I got educational information I'm going to deliver. The time is 8.52. Holy cow. Where does the time go? I swear. Um, let me deliver this to you guys. And then I'm going to give you some of, I'm going to give you the list of First Friday uh, events and locations. Real quick with this. Aurora is looking at a $300,000 contract to expand educational programming. Uh, Aurora is considering expanding an educational program in the city to more than double the number of students who can take part in the classes. Aurora City Council members are looking at a $300,000 contract with Hinsdale-based Tinkerworks LLC for the Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, Mathematics sessions. Science, Technology, Engineering, and Arts is an acronym, STEAM. Uh, the program would, inc would increase the number of students from 635 in 2021 to 1,600 in 2022 as well as expand the number of classes, places where the classes can be taken, and widen the age group for students able to take the classes through the 8th or ninth grade, according to friend of the show, Army veteran, and brother from another mother, Simon Rodriguez. Quote, we were very successful in 2021. We launched the first full year of instruction last year. We had two weeks of instruction this year. We would open it up to middle school students who can do potentially up to four STEAM-related projects, close quote. Simon, shouts out. In addition, other friends of ours, APS Training Academy is joining the effort to offer classroom space. Tinkerworks provides packets for the program as well as instructors. The company does STEAM projects designed to allow students to foster a love of creating, enhance problem-solving skills, reinforce and expand on concepts and ideas taught in schools, inspire curiosity, and encourage self-expression. Lord, have mercy. Y'all never heard news that, you know what, let's all sip it up because we're happy. Everybody, all y'all. Monica, will you, will you joint? Hmm. Oh, all right. Now for the Coupe de Gracie. The time is 8.55 a.m. Now let's talk First Friday. It's First Friday, y'all. Aha, in case you didn't know that. Now listen. Yay! Okay, they clap. Listen. First Friday is here. Um, there are a lot of great things to do out there tonight. Lots of good things to see. Lots of awesome places to go to. And 
many friends of ours are hosting enticing events. And I want you to go there let them know you heard about Good Morning Aurora. Here's what I want you to do. Go somewhere tonight that you never went before. Do that. Because I know you. I know how you do. I, I lurk on your Facebook all the time. Typically, you go to like Wickwood, then you go to Aurora Tap House, and then you call it a night at around 8.30. Tonight, I want you to do something different. Do it in a different order. Start at the Tap House, then go to Wickwood. Then go to Zenloft. Do that. Then go to Tavern on Broadway and try the fish and chips. Have a tall Kronbacher. Say hi to Vanjie. But anyway, let me tell you what I want you to listen to. All right. French 75 Gallery and Lounge tonight will feature petite paintings with a punch. Smaller paintings by David Hedinger, Daniel Mundy, and Hope Ashworth. Open till midnight. Gary Brown Art Gallery and Studio. 7 South Broadway will be open with an updated gallery staging. New art by Gary Brown, Mark Redina. Kip Pasta and Antiques from 5 to 8 p.m. Art Bar and Two Brothers Roundhouse at uh, 205 North Broadway will host Her Story, a celebration of Women's History Month through art from 7 p.m. to midnight. Roar Tap House, live music from Sonic Soul at 9 p.m. Altero Latin Fusion, live Spanish rock courtesy of Damien Rivera, 6 to 8. TW, TW is Treadwell. That's the slang, though, between us that know that. So that's the password. Uh, Treadwell will host Girl Scouts with cookies outside from 5 to 7 and the coffee shop is open from 5 to 9 p.m. Okay, uh, Hope Chess, 34 North Lincoln will feature store-wide sale from 4 to 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, the Perch, 31 West Downer Place will host 1,000 Paper Cranes Memorial. Help fold origami cranes to create a community memorial to simp cook bad thing about this camera angle. Everybody just saw me brain fart and just mess it up right here. It's all, it's all <laughs> up in my grill. Yeah. Ah, okay. Let's try that again. I can read. At least it was in a close-up on it, your face. Word. It was. <laughs> that's right. Um, let's try it again. Help fold origami cranes to create a community memorial to commemorate two years of the pandemic from 5 to 8 p.m. Society 57 will be open with cocktails and bites from 6 to 9 p.m. Wickwood House will feature live music from Dan Becker, who will perform Irish music and more from 6 to 8 p.m. They will also host Busy Bee Custom Creations with unique custom wood creations from 5 to 9 p.m. Offbeat Thrift and Vintage will offer a coat sale downstairs. It's getting kind of warm outside. You sell the coats now? I don't know. But that's not me. <laughs> I just give you the news. That's why you buy them right now on, on sale so you can wear them next year. But you get them on sale, like the, you know. Oh. You know what oh, I mean? Well, oh, they, oh well, yeah. Clap for you. <laughs> oh. That's right. You don't buy clothes when they're expensive. You start using them. Okay. Buy your coats tonight. Uh, and Zenloft upstairs, 6 West Downer Place, will feature... Music by the County Line, along with massages for $1 a minute. Eye of the Angeles will be open for shopping uh, from 5 to 9 p.m. Wow, what a lineup. The time is 8.59 a.m. Okay, so last things last. We told you about First Friday. And we told you about all the good stuff that's taking place out there in the city. Uh, hopefully you guys have a good night tonight. Enjoy your First Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy all of it. Enjoy, most importantly though, that you have to enjoy is you have to enjoy right now from 9 a.m. to the rest of the day because we here at Good Morning Aurora, we hope to make your morning better. We hope to start you off on a positive disposition. What you do with the rest of the day is up to you, but we are friends who care about you and we want you all to be happy. Monica, did we forget anything? Let's see. I think we got it all. I think we got all of it. So, hope you guys like this new camera angle because it's here to stay. This is really nice. It feels good. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed, positive, wonderful day. 
Uh, we will see you guys all back here on Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Take care of yourself and each other.